this podcast. Carson Withers and the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Edenberg. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hey, Alex. What up, Mike? Oh, you know, I'm just doing what I do. What's that? Uh, Drinking. Drinking. <laughs> it's time to, for some drinking. Time for some drinking of the drinking. And uh, today we're going to drink something that we haven't drank, uh, I think, at all yet. Have we drank gin on here yet? I don't think we've drank gin at all because I was thinking, like, I haven't even explained what gin is. Yeah, so we're going to drink gin rickies gin rickies now we're drinking gin rickies because it's 2020 and it's the swing it's the roaring 20s we are in the roaring 20s yeah like (laughs) so why the hell not take it back to the original roaring 20s the 1920s so i got a recipe that was from the prohibition era and so this is the gin ricky Okay. Um, so it's actually pretty simple. The drink itself is two ounces gin, uh, about a half ounce lime juice, soda water, lime wedge. I put a lime wheel because it looks better. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Back then, that would have been like top tier cocktail. Wow. Now it's because they just didn't have as much stuff to mix in like you know limes and lemons were probably a little bit like less readily available right so So, that that was high-end stuff oh yeah this today just sounds like a like rum and coke gin and tonic it sounded like a sprite to me (laughs) yeah it's it's definitely gonna be very light definitely very refreshing now real quick on the gin if you've never had gin before uh it is very so the way they make it is they distill it similar to like vodka, where it is a clear liquor, uh, but they take up part of that process. Now, when they distill it, they use kind of similar kind of neutral uh, grains when they actually distill it, like cereal grains, barley, rye, wheat, all that kind of stuff. You distill that, you got that clear liquor. Well, then you're going to soak it, essentially, with a lot of different like botanicals or citrus. And the, the main ingredient is always juniper berries. Mm. so that's where a gin gets it's like unique flavor is that it has a lot of juniper berries kind of soaked in it so that's where you're going to get the flavor from in it um so definitely herbally uh maybe even a little floral um <laughs> it's it's going to be unique i don't know why but it's always funny to me anytime you explain a liquor as floral <laughs> It is, man. What's I? I've, I never knew how to describe that taste until I found the word word floral, and I was like, "That's perfect." Because there are some like I had an elderflower liqueur, that is the most floral thing I think I've ever drank. Yeah, uh, because that's all it is. But this is not going to be. This is going to be more uh, botanical. Is that better? Uh, <laughs> medicinal, even yeah. not not too medicinal, but you'll you'll taste and see. So you ready to try this thing? Yeah, let's do it. This basically gin and tonic from the twenties. <laughs> gin and Ricky. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can't um that's a lot smoother than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. It it's 
not far from Sprite, Everly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not sweet though. It's not sweet, no. Yeah, it's, it's like it don't taste bad though. No. At all. Hot summer's day, I could totally drink these. Or, you know, <laughs> if we're going to a jazz club in our yeah. uh <laughs> with our flapper girls and <laughs> <laughs> our swingers outfits. Yeah. Um dude. This has like a specific taste to it, though. It does. Like I know I've tasted this before somewhere else. It's probably the gin, because I'm starting to get that. The further down in this drink I'm getting, the more I'm like, okay, interesting. It's getting there. All right. But I haven't drank anything with gin. I don't think I've ever had anything with gin in it. Really? Yeah. Gin is so unique that it's like it's taken me a while to appreciate gin. Much like because. I was a bourbon drinker, so for me to get into scotch, it's the same thing with, like, I was a vodka drinker, and to get into gin is just, it. it's kind of overwhelming, like, if you drink it straight. Yeah. Because vodka is just, it's just vodka. It's, like, literally just alcohol. It's either smooth or rough. Right. Um, but gin, it's just a little bit more complex, I guess. Uh, it's almost, it almost reminds me of, like, that, uh, bison grass vodka that we drank think so like that kind of flavor to it i mean without the the vanilla a little bit yeah but granted like once again it's it's probably well it's the same uh process though it's neutral spirit they soak it except this is soaked with a lot of berries and herbs and local spices probably uh this is by the way i forgot to mention it's a new amsterdam gin um which i kind of forgot where they're from actually they're not from new amsterdam yeah i guess so (laughs) united states yeah modesto distillery um So yeah, it's the United States one. Well, I just know a lot of gins, like Europe loves gin. Yeah. They love it. Can't get enough of it. And I'm looking at a little profile of this thing. It says it's citrus and has heat, but I don't get the heat, but yeah. I get a little bit of the citrus. I don't, I feel, I taste a little citrus. I do not taste heat. Yeah. But I'm, if we drink it by itself, maybe. Uh, it is 40% alcohol, so 80 proof. Boom. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it when uh, stuff has a lot of alcohol in it. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff we drink has a lot of alcohol. In it. Whenever I go looking for like a craft beer or something to drink, yeah, I always check to see what the APV is. Uh huh. The ABV. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. ABV. And uh, like, if it's anything lower than five, I'm not getting it. <laughs> 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 See, it depends on the night for me because like if i'm sitting around the house i'm i i actually want lower abv yeah because i'm like i'm gonna have more than one i don't like but well it depends because sometimes like if it's late at night and i'm just want one and go to bed i might get that 12 13 14 15 16 whatever right um and just drink that one i'm like i feel great i'm going to sleep yeah. Yeah. But if I'm like doing something, four or five, six, maybe. See, when I'm just sitting around the house, I know I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, where's the 151 at? 
Like let's do some uh let's do some shots of tequila. Yeah. Let's do some uh let's do some hard shit. <laughs> you know it's funny as uh me and the lovely wife have been uh you know, we have our Taco Tuesday night. Yeah. And for some reason, like we have a real, we try not to drink during the week. Uh kind of keeps our like drinking on check, you know, we're not drinking all those extra calories yada yada, but for some reason Taco Tuesday night, we will look at each other after it's all made like you want to do a shot of tequila she's like yeah i do and we will literally just take one shot maybe two and then just sit back down on the couch eat our tacos watch a movie done you guys don't drink margaritas um not so much like a frozen strawberry margarita man that's a lot of work on a tuesday yeah (laughs) yeah why not i mean it's only a lot of work if you do it yourself if you go to the local mexican joint yeah and you sit down and you say hey give me a couple of those burritos and a pitcher of margarita two for one tuesday yeah i uh i mean yeah but i don't know i like the i like the taste of the tequila take the lift there get the lift back yeah see now you're going from like See, like at at the house, I spent like food. I already had tequila. Now I'm like spending like fifty bucks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, I mean that's true. It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do it right? You yeah. gotta do it right. <laughs> you have a point, sir. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So uh, today we're talking about fuck ups. Yep. That uh. Ended up turning out a little all right. Mm-hmm. The uh, inspiration for this came from the uh, the old Jerry Thomas, who was the salesman for Swanson. Swanson. When they ordered uh, an extra 260 tons of turkeys for Thanksgiving. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> he <laughs> fucked up. And uh, he's like, how do I get rid of these? No. Oh, yeah. Let's make TV dinners. Yeah, save my job. And uh, yeah, and it became a whole big thing that created TV dinners yep. for all of us to enjoy to this day today. Yep, and that got me and Mike wondering, who else has fucked up like that and <laughs> saved their own ass? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and from what we found, I, we actually have a pretty good list. We're not going to be able to go all of them today, so this might be like the first installment. But um, there's been some pretty uh, kind of earth-moving things that have like come from people just dicking around or messing up. We might say life-changing. Yeah, <laughs> that would definitely be it. Yeah, A floral life-changing event. That's exactly right. <laughs> And I'm talking about more than just my Hungry Jack in the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) One of the first ones that I've uh, found that was life-changing for sure was a gentleman, which, you know, sometimes you just read someone and you just realize you have a a kindred spirit. You have a connection with them. And I feel like I do with this guy because his name is Sir Alexander. He's got me right there. Sir Alexander Fleming. Yeah. Uh, not so much on the last name. Uh, so my man, Alexander. Uh, Sir Alexander. Sir. So he uh, that means he was knighted. 
He was a Scottish biologist. What do you want to do when I just start calling you Sir Alexander all the time? Uh, I'm going to get a crown and put that shit on it. That's what I'm going to do or get a Cause, t-shirt. Because that might be the case. Sir Alexander, I yeah. like it. All Don't right. stop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I'll be walking around the house. No, no, no. You call me Sir Alexander. Damn it. <laughs> I, um, But my man, Sir Alexander... He was a, let's see, he was a biologist, a physician, a microbiologist, and a pharmacologist, right? Yeah. So he lived from 1881 to 1955. Oh, okay. November 1st, 1955? No. Uh, 11th of March, 1955. Oh, that's funny. Um, somebody else was born on, wait, the Ides of March is March 11th, right? Where Caesar got killed? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, boom. Look at that. I know some shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this guy basically, you know, he lived during World War One, World War Two, but during World War One, he saw a lot of like, a lot of like soldiers die from septus and infected wounds and that kind of thing. So, he's trying to work on like a wonder drug. Right. Right. So, he was working on a, um, a drug. By the name of, you remember what I said earlier? Staphylococcus. Staph of the Cox. Staph of the Cox. So Staphylococcus, so that's what he was working on, right? Yeah. Uh, he, this was around like 1928, okay? So he was working on this, trying to find a way to help fight infection. Uh, and he was actually known by other researchers that his laboratory was untidy is what they put in my research, which is a, it's a nice way to say he was a fucking slob. Right. <laughs> so, once again, another kindred spirit. <laughs> I like this man already. So, his house is a shit sty. Um, he, and he does all these laboratory, and he's working on staphylococcus. Um, he takes some Petri dishes. He sits them off to the side, right? And he's like, man, that shit will be all right. Yeah. So, what does he do? He leaves... He leaves during August for the whole month, right? It's, Just to spend like holiday with his family, right? That's kind of sweet. All I'm picturing is Newman from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh uh uh. Uh uh uh. Hot damn hacker trap. <laughs> oh man the shaving cream did you ever think all right <laughs> that part of Jurassic Park where he sprays the shaving cream in his hand yeah. and he doesn't know what to do with it and he turns and then sees someone has like a a pie or some kind of pastry <laughs> and he just wipes it on there right like it's whoop cream. someone's gonna eat that shit <laughs> where was I wanted to see that in the background like something like as they're walking away someone's digging in like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Just like faded back there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear any of the audio of it. You just see the yeah. guy throwing up over in a corner. <laughs> or the opposite, where you don't see the guy and you just hear him going, hey, waiter, what the hell is wrong with this? <laughs> just a little, just a little Easter egg. Yeah. Um, but my man, um, Newman, uh, <laughs> Sir, Sir, Sir Alexander Sir. Fleming Newman. <laughs> Um, with his uh, <laughs> shit side of laboratory, yeah. Uh, threw this shit off to the side. Went on vacation. Goes, 
man, that shit will be all right. I'll come back and get to it. Well, he came back, and he thought they all were contaminated, had like a bunch of weird fungus growths on it, didn't understand. He was about to throw them away. Just like, screw it, right? And actually, one of his um, <laughs> one of his assistants, uh, as they were kind of looking at him, noticed a couple things, and he notices like, hey, that's weird that like all this bacteria that was in there is staying away from this like fungus or this mold. Right. And then he, he was on the, basically on the, on the little bit trying to decide if he was going to throw them away or not. And the, his assistant reminded him that's exactly how he, uh, came up with lysozyme. Lysozyme. Because once again, he probably just threw some shit off to the side. <laughs> I was like, Oh right. shit. What's that? Oh, I'm going to name it lysozyme. <laughs> so, he realized this mold was keeping all the bacteria away from it. So then he took that mold and then like grew it like pure, just the mold and then started to test it. And he actually called it mold juice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before he actually uh, stuck the name penicillin. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So penicillin was originally mold juice. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. My man, (laughs) Sir Alexander. (laughs) So, because this guy was a slob, yeah, and kind of just like, yeah, that shit'll be all right. Came back, I was like, man, my shit's fucked. Oh wait, no, huh? man, all right, call that shit penicillin. <laughs> oh man, so that's how his uh his big one. Now he discovered way more than just that, like hundreds of other things, but that was definitely the one he was known for. Um. Now that was one of the uh, most, kind of the most life changing for everyone today. Yeah, because uh, you know that cures so much stuff, right? Like diseases, viruses, you name it. We use penicillin. Uh, the next guy, which is funny, now we see uh, we've got mold on our bread and we throw it away. Ew, gross. Dude, uh, I always just uh, pick it off and still eat it. You like pick off the mold and just eat that specifically? Like, mm, this will keep me healthy. Yeah. Throw some peanut butter on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little musty at first. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I pick the mold off, throw it away, and eat the bread. Oh, okay. My grandma told me better than that. <laughs> yeah. It won't hurt you. Well, black mold will hurt you. Yes. Black, red, and green are the ones you want to stay away from. What color is penicillin? I don't know. Rainbow? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, actually, I don't know. <laughs> that is a good-ass question. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, motherfucker. All right, penicillin. Uh, they are commonly called the blue or green molds. Because they produce enormous quantities of greenish, bluish, or yellowish spores, which give them their characteristic color. Uh. Spores from this species of mold are found everywhere in the air and soil. Wow. So, yeah. Alex, I saw like three. This is completely unrelated. Sweet. I saw like three guys at yeah. uh, Winterfest, and they all had the exact same haircut as you. Oh yeah, they're on stage like doing the whole dance, singing dance thing, mm-hmm. doing Christmas songs and dancing around and shit. Oh yeah, 
exact same haircut as you. Oh, I'm sure. They got style. That's cool. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. I was like, like, babe, why do they all have like this long hair comb to one side and (laughs) the other side is just completely shaved off? She's like, I don't know. Just you don't do that, please. And I was like, I won't. (laughs) It's, It's the style, homie. It's actually, you know where the style comes from? What? The Roaring Twenties? <laughs> Holy shit! Full circle. Does it really? Yeah. That's where that hairstyle originated. Now, granted, it's been, like, adapted today, because, like, it's called, like, the undercut or whatever. Plus, and I get a um, a hard line put in, so they literally take a razor and cut the side of it. Right. Um, but no, no, that was, like, the style uh, back in the 20s. Hard part. Yeah. Um, that's what Jack gets when he gets his hair cut. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, same thing. But it, but his isn't like yours, though, either. Yeah. Like it doesn't have the undercut, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of trim the sides really short for the main part that I have so much damn gray hair coming in on the sides of my head. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know until uh, one day I was sitting there with my mom, and she looked at me. And she kind of looked at me kind of funny and looked at me in a different light and was like, my God, you got a lot of gray hair. I'm like, thanks. Thanks a lot. Wow. So I noticed uh, it was like spreckling all over down the side. See, as a ginger, yeah, I'm not going to get gray hair. Yeah, I'm just going to go white. Must be nice. So I have like four or five white hairs in my beard. Yeah. But I don't really have any white hairs in my top of my head yet. I've got one like right down, like right down the center, like right off my little ass widow's peak. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna have one of those like Doctor, oh shit, Doctor Fantastic, where it's gonna be just like one line of gray. Yeah. I've already started to see it. Oh, it's driving me crazy. They also say like I don't know. I've heard this at least. I don't know if it's true, but they always say people who have darker hair tend yeah. to go gray first. I don't know if that's true or if, or if it's just because you can see it. Probably because you can see it easier. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably I probably have a, a lot more white hairs in my hair than I even realize. I just can't tell because I'm a ginger. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have one black hair on my arm. Nice. It's been there all my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Can I tell you a hair that just started up one day? Yeah, always. It's growing out of my ear. Oh yeah. Like out of the ear, <laughs> like the, out of the inside of your ear hole, just about. It's like right around the edge, like yeah. on like the flat part. Yeah, that's like I don't know part the part the it, cartilage. Yeah, like the flat cartilage or something like that. And it's I swear it's like we don't see it until like it hits the light and just glistens. And it's like it's not a thick coarse hair; it's very faint, but you can see it. And we don't see it till it's like two or three inches long, and it's like kinked up like it's like tee, 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 tee. and then i then i grab a hold of that son of a bitch and i rip it out <laughs> and then it grows right back yeah and then uh wait probably six months from now i'll be sitting there at a pizzeria or something and someone will mention it and then i'll have to rip it out again <laughs> there'll be like the perfect backlight for yeah. it <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is it's like someone's got a spotlight behind me like yeah that's what <laughs> When I'm driving my work truck, sometimes like the sun will come in through the through the wind 
to the side window just right yeah and i'll see like a giant hair growing out of the top of my cheek or something oh yeah <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck is that yeah I'm like god i didn't even notice that and i'll spend five minutes trying to pick it <laughs> off my face <laughs> oh man i've had hairs on my cheeks for a while they um the funny thing is like i don't i'm not like a very hairy dude but i've got random wild hairs like i it, it makes me fearful of being old like i'm afraid i'm gonna have those wild ass eyebrows and just like a hornet's nest of wild hair coming out of my ears and just oh it's gonna be bad <laughs> i got i have well i had this attachment to my beard trimmer yeah that had was like a little circle and i could stick it up my nose yeah and like trim all my nose and ear hairs and shit yeah gone really gone clog it up like how do, how does something like that disappear i don't know it was in the cabinet under the sink directly next to my razor so that it was right there if i needed it yeah and then the other day i had like two or three nose hairs sticking out and i was like oh i'll just trim those up go to grab it can't i like completely emptied out the underneath of that sink looking for it now i've never used one of those i gotta ask does it cut or does it rip it cuts okay yeah just because like i've been doing it the old-fashioned way where just if one's hanging out i just grab a hold of it and rip it out which apparently is not good yeah that's what i've had to do because i couldn't find yeah. that so i grabbed mandy's tweezers i'm sure she'll love hearing about this <laughs> and i'm st- jamming those up in my nose <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah pulling out the mares oh yeah and then i'm just like bawling crying from the <laughs> yeah but doesn't it make you sneeze but it's like one of the greatest sneezes no it doesn't make me sneeze it just makes my eyes water yeah. like crazy i uh i actually somebody told me that there were some i can't remember what the book was called but they were reading a book where it was like all these unique medical kind of things that have happened and like they talked about like how elvis had like a super colon and shit like that which we can get onto that at another time that would actually be a pretty good episode um but they were talking about how like you shouldn't pull your nose hairs out because it's like it's it's in the triangle on your face where like it it's the most it's like the closest to your own brain so if like you pull out a nose hair and it gets infected that infection could actually make its way up inside your brain and give you like meningitis and make like your brain swell oh jesus yeah from you pulling out a nose hair but at the same time like yeah but i like picked a booger out and it had like a couple nose hairs before attached yeah or uh, i i don't know why i'm going into booger uh <laughs> booger texture but have you ever pulled the one out that's like at first it's like it's it's hard but it's got like a, a snail trail of like a tail yeah. and then you pull it and it's like it's almost like a magic trick what it keeps coming and it you can almost feel it attached to your spinal cord where you're like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you just slowly pull it out and it's got like one little teardrop of snot on the end of it <sighs> you ever done that <laughs> actually no i can't think of any time that that is usually mine or like 
tiny little or not even tiny but just little hard circles really like plastic resin <laughs> oh my god i i do dude if i ever get one i'm gonna show you <laughs> yeah dude yeah. i get those all the time i literally like and it's i don't know it's like after i like blew my nose and like i try to blow up my nose in the shower but every once in a while later like i'll, I'll fill something in there and i'll just kind of like all right whatever so i just kind of grab it pull it out and like I said, it's just like the first half is hard, and then it's just it has like, I guess snot, saliva, mucus, whatever the hell it is, is attached to it. Ugh, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, man. you can feel it attached to your brainstem. Yeah, send me a Snapchat video of that. Oh, dude, I'm gonna do it in person if I can. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Can well, I video it for the podcast? Yeah, this is for science. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, but you know this is gonna be like trying to catch a unicorn right <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna be oh, oh, oh get the camera get the camera oh no false alarm false alarm sorry uh, that was just, just a nugget that was just, just a nugget. one of those stiffies yeah <laughs> it's got to be the perfect humidity and temperature <laughs> i'm gonna make sure i <clears throat> set the thermostat accordingly yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so yeah, if you got meningitis, you can use penicillin to cure it though. So there's there's uh, how we circle that shit back around. <laughs> oh man! All right, so we we have a tremendous list here though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we actually do got a couple, which we don't have to get to all of them. Like I said, um, <clears throat> I'll tell you one that I actually liked. And it's because I've worked in the service industry. This guy did not revolutionize healthcare. Okay. <laughs> if anything, he did the opposite. He's helping obesity. Okay. It is the guy. Let's see if this guy's name, which I like the last name, George Crum. Hell yeah. George Crum. What's up, playa? Guess what he was? A chef. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that like poetic? <laughs> Your name is George Crum. Yeah. Chef. Chef. He was a chef at the. Oh my god! I can't even read my own writing. Uh, Carrie Moon Lake House at Saratoga Springs at Saratoga. Um, so here's the story. What kind of accent was that? At Saratoga, it was like a Canadian Midwestern accent. But isn't Saratoga in Florida? I don't know idea where Saratoga is. Yeah, but Saratoga's in is Florida. It? I uh, but Saratoga made me think of. I don't know. To me, Saratoga sounds like it should be a Midwestern city. And Saratoga. Geography strikes back. <laughs> yeah. Ain't it a bitch? I do all this research, and I should I should know by now. I should find out where the hell these places are. Because I remember, the funny thing is, I had to go. I was looking at that, too, like Saratoga. I was like, too bad it's not Syracuse, but... <laughs> You could have just said Syracuse. I know, right? No I one No one would have been the wiser. <laughs> Not unless that one dude's like, no, no, George Crumb was from Saratoga. He's a fucking mayor of our town. <laughs> um, so Saratoga. Yeah. Maybe they're uh, Canadian people that moved down there. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're going with that. So Saratoga. Uh, Saratoga, eh? <laughs> That's how I will forever say that word now. Um, <laughs> so, my man George Crumb. So, he was working, and 
he, being the chef he was, was sitting in the back, right? And there was a a very um just chilling in the back, so he was a shitty chef. <laughs> have you never worked? That's all chefs do is chill in the back, man. They're just like, Psh, I got this. All right, so sits in the office right next to the deep freeze. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he is back there cooking, right? Yeah. And a customer comes in, orders some fried potatoes, fried taters. Gotcha. And um, they're eating. The, they try these potatoes. They send them back. They're like they're too thick, they're too soggy. He makes them again, sends them back out. The, the customer sends them back. This happens a couple times, and finally, George Crumb gets pissed. He's like, "Fuck this guy!" He's like, "So the guy sent it back one more time. Said they're too thick, and they're too, um, they're too like soggy, right? right?" So he cuts these potatoes as thin as he possibly could. Okay, yeah. he then throws them in the fryer instead of on the skillet to cook them real quick. He pulls them out, then he drenches them in salt to help to soak up all the excess oil and to dry them out as much as possible. Sends it out. There's the potato chip. At <laughs> <laughs> a bittersweet hatred, wow. George Crumb gave a big f u to the customer and created the potato chip. Did the customer enjoy the potato chips? I'm going to say yes, because <laughs> after that, they started making them. Yeah. Um, He's like, what are these? They are delicious. Yeah. Um, I was actually so thin and crispy and salty. <laughs> um. The uh, so George Crumb is actually from Seg- Saratoga, Saratoga County, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was South, but you made me go like, oh, "Damn it, he's right." I like, I, I have, I have no confidence. If you, <laughs> even if you lie back to me about it, I'm gonna automatically believe you because I don't know 100 percent if I'm telling you the truth. Oh, there is a Saratoga, Florida. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Hell, maybe he was going back and forth. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so my man George Crumb out of spite made the potato chip. I like I can't think of any better way to get back at somebody than creating a whole genre of snack food. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, his original potatoes sucked. Yeah, too soggy, too fat. <laughs> um, let's see, who else we got? We got, let's see who I want to roll with. Uh, I was going to save that one for another episode. Um, we can talk about drugs real quick. Always. Always. Got to love it. Um, like I said, I'm just kind of hitting the ones that kind of caught my interest this time. We'll, next time we do this, we'll go a little bit deeper. So there was a man by the name of Albert Hoffman. Uh, he was a chemist. Uh, he was researching uh, lysinic acid in uh, Balsen, Switzerland. Okay. Yeah. Now, the why that is so important <laughs> he is said all those correctly. Yes, <laughs> I believe. I... And you know, Switzerland—it's like right there uh, underneath Peru. Yes. Um, 
<laughs> right next to the Czech Republic. Yeah. Um, no, no, Switzerland, Europe. I got that one. They're yeah. neutral. Uh, <laughs> they are in Europe. Yeah, they make yes. good cheese and knives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and backpacks. And backpacks. I forgot about the the most important one. And chocolate. Oh yes, yeah. Swiss chocolate. Yeah. Mm. You know what else they made? What's that? Well, while researching lysergic acid, uh, he figured out uh, while doing these experiments, he accidentally ingested a small amount. And that is actually what is LSD. Oh, shit. So he was the first recorded known person to have a trip because he got a little bit in his mouth and then he had his first acid trip and no one else had ever had one before him. Oh my god. <laughs> so how freaked out would you be? Yeah. No idea what's gonna happen. You're just tripping balls. <laughs> Praying to God that you come out of it. Oh yeah. Or like please don't let this Yeah, dude. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, he thought he he thought he lost his mind. Oh, he probably did. He's probably just God, I couldn't even imagine. Now he it says they he took a small amount, like you know, not Woodstock level amount, but right, probably enough to figure it out. Uh, funny thing is, I just saw this. So he, he was born in 1906. He died 2008 at the age of 102. Wow! So acid. Acid, that's right. It is the uh, <laughs> fountain of youth. Yeah, no, no, it is not. <laughs> uh, it'll open your mind, man. Uh, <laughs> it brings longevity to life. Yeah. I feel like he's one of those people that's like, it wouldn't have matter what he did. Like, you ever see that where it's like... Yeah, my grandpa is one of those people. Is it? Where they're like, you're 106, how'd you get this? Like, well... I take a piece of bread and I dip it in uh, bacon fat and I eat that for breakfast. Right. And then I have uh, three Cokes and I smoke a cigarette and chug a beer. That's what, my grandpa, dude. He's he's chain smoking, drinking Jack Daniels and beer. That's all he drinks. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> eats junk food all the time. Mid-90s. Still going strong. No shit. No nah, shit, dude. Your grandpa is my hero. Yeah. He's <laughs> awesome. Nick Johnson, shout out. Shout out for sure. <laughs> Let's have him on the podcast. Oh, he would. He'd do it too. I'll bring the Jack. <laughs> he's, uh, and obviously at that age, he's from another time. Oh, yeah. And he's got some of the funniest, like, cat catchphrases and stories and shit. <laughs> Oh, I guarantee it. He's he's a wealth of knowledge, <laughs> dude. He's like, so we're so Christmas time. Uh, this past Christmas, he opens this present, and it's this like, like cardboard box that he had. I forget, forget what exactly was in it. Yeah, but he like loved the box okay? <laughs> yeah he's like this i am keeping i love this box yeah i'm gonna keep it on my little end table next to my chair <laughs> and i can throw all my shit in it he's like this box is amazing <laughs> right 
and uh and so my cousin looks at him and is like like well i'm glad that you like your box he's like i wish i had a box like that <laughs> and uh my grandpa looks at him and says you brought your box <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting right there <laughs> <laughs> We all just looked at him like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Grandpa called you out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so in the 90s, there were there was a bunch of chemists, right? And they were studying, let me see if I can read this right, uh, a compound called uh, Zyden Ilif. Uh, no, Zildenaf. Zendenafil. Zendenafil? No, I'm sorry. I'm saying the wrong. It's probably the alcohol. <laughs> Seal. Sildenafil. 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 Okay. For the potential of, uh, a All gina. All you uh, pharmacists out there that listen. Oh, they're stabbing their ears right now. <laughs> <laughs> send, a, send us an email with the uh yeah. well they probably already know what it is after i said like oh i already know what the street name is the, uh, <laughs> not the street name the how do you emphatically or still denophil yeah i need we need someone that had to study latin for medical use <laughs> is what we need for the love of god yes um so still yeah for the potential for uh agina pectoris and hypertension okay nailed it essentially heart health okay so they were testing to see if like people's like blood pressure and heart levels and like their you know beats permitted all that kind of stuff was going to lower if it was going to adjust anything anything along those lines right? right well during these studies they realized something about it is that their blood pressure and stuff didn't change but what happened is they got raging hard boners Oh yes, and this zadenafil yeah. eventually got called Viagra. Well, it's a lot easier to say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe let me go pop a sildenafil. <laughs> but they, um, so yeah, so the nineties, they literally were trying to discover a heart medication. Yeah, and they gave everyone that took it boners. So. Uh, have your, you ever tried Viagra? I have not. Have you? Yes. Is it? Can you like chip marble? <laughs> Dude, I fucked up so bad. <laughs> oh yeah. So th- this is the fucked up episode, right? Well, I did not recover from this one. Yeah. <clears throat> so I took it. Uh, the my girlfriend at the time, like we got a hotel. I think it was New Year's Eve, and uh, I'm like, I'm gonna show her a good time tonight right yeah well the guy who gave it to me didn't tell me that i'm not supposed to drink alcohol (laughs) when i take it yep so i was shit-faced and we get back to the hotel and i and i took like two of these things oh my god really yeah because he did again he didn't tell me anything he just he gave me two of them yeah and he said here you go have fun (laughs) <laughs> i'm like shit all right i guess i take both of them i don't know i take two ibuprofen why not take two <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. solid logic solid <laughs> right so uh 
so I take them, and then uh, next thing I know, both my legs, like the back of my legs, my hamstrings, completely cramp up. Like I'm talking the hardest, craziest Charlie horses I've ever had in my entire life. Dude. Really? I'm laying on the floor of this hotel, screaming in pain. She's standing over top of me, gripping my ankles, trying to stretch my legs out. <laughs> I'm like, stretch it out. Yeah. I'm like, it's not usually how you want to use a Viagra with somebody stretching your legs behind your head. <laughs> oh, it hurts so bad. Dude. I bet. I didn't walk right for a week. <laughs> oh, God. Well, did they work? No, man. Really? No, I was in too much pain. I couldn't. Just I, couldn't? No. I figured it, you were going to be like, so, and then once that got done, I uh, I could not have one, and they had to go to the hospital where they had to drain the blood out of the damn thing. No, it like had zero effect on the really? old dick. You're lucky then, man. Which yeah. I, they, that's actually why they tell you not to drink because of the blood pressure thing, because it'll make your blood pressure drop and all that. Now, if you use like, Chan- I don't know why I feel like I'm giving a Viagra commercial here, but like, but Chantex, if you take that, you can do this, 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 and this, and it doesn't have to hit you as hard, granted. But that shit always scares me because when they say if you have an erection lasting longer than three hours, go to the hospital immediately because yeah. you can bust capillaries in your penis and done like unreparable damage and like at first they can give you like muscle relaxers or something else uh that'll like drain it like naturally but if you wait too long they literally have to like stick a needle in there and drain it themselves oh that's i've seen documentaries about this and they completely fix it in different ways yeah it just depends on how like how long before you went before like all right, it's too late to just give him a pill. He needs this now. And right. like they either drain it with a needle or they like they short shoot like whatever muscle relaxer in the needle into it or like I said drain it themselves. That kind of shit kind of scares me. Right. <clears throat> I most did of the uh, most of the documentaries I watched about it it involves like candy stripe girls. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And they relieve it in different ways that uh I think just more like physical. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah. massages. And yeah, stuff. yeah. I get you. Yeah, going to a sperm bank and filling up all the sample bottles. I hear you. Yeah, things like um, that. You know, it's funny as I uh, like. I've never taken one, but I remember talking to my cousin about that one time, and he was. I don't know why he brought this up, but he was telling me he's like, "Man, I took a uh, an extends one of the herbal ones." Oh yeah. Well, it's like you know they used to have those like extend commercials with hi this is bob and it's always like some guy with a big grin on his face right he's santa this year and everyone's gonna sit on his lap that kind of thing yeah he was like man i took this thing and he goes yeah he's like man it was like having the best morning wood you've ever had (laughs) and he goes but like he's like but because of that he's like it had so much pressure behind it oh yeah when he came yeah that he was like, dude, I could have like shot a can off the fence line off of twenty Damn. yards away. He was like, dude, seriously. Oh yeah. He's like, I did not. He's like, that was the first and last time I ever took it because his buddy, I guess, took it all the time because he like 
got to the point where he like he could not take it kind right. of thing. Which he fucking it. came so hard he accidentally cream pied the neighbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody driving by thought a bird shit on their window. What the fuck? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> makes me wonder if this is going to be usable <laughs> uh, whatever dude i i bought like remember when uh ron jeremy used to have the late night commercials where it's like if you take this you take these pills and it'll like make your dick grow like three sizes larger than oh yeah yeah like all that shit and they ended up getting sued for that yeah <laughs> because it clearly doesn't work. work right yeah so uh anyways when i was like i don't know 18 19 i bought a bottle of that just like why not fuck it yeah <laughs> the hedgehog and, uh, says it can't. right yeah but i never like i never actually i never even opened the bottle i just like it like stayed in my drawer and yeah. I kind of forgot about it. And then I went off to the air force. <laughs> well, and this is at my dad's house. So then like I come home on leave one time and, uh, my dad like pulls me to the side and he's like, uh, so I was going through all your shit up in your room. And, um, I found these dick pills. <laughs> like do we need to have a conversation or something or like are you like what's the why did you buy these yeah just why did you buy these yeah <laughs> and i'm like i don't know i just thought it was funny like i don't know maybe it was a joke or he's like are you <laughs> he's basically he's like asking me like he's he's trying to in not so many words tell me that he's got a big dick <laughs> and he's trying to ask me like like like, like yeah. are you are you like me or like yeah or like do you have a little dick like what's do you have problems with like the size of your dick like yeah yeah like what's going on like i'm sp i'm like the italian stallion over here yeah what's going on with my son i'm worried about him right <laughs> yeah but at the same time what the fuck is he gonna do there's nothing you can do yeah you just gotta you're like all right we're gonna get you into therapy you just have to accept it and just move on but like why do you want to know yeah he's just being a concerned father i guess yeah, yeah. so i'm like no nah, i'm i'm good yeah <laughs> like it's all good down there like, yeah jesus dad <laughs> oh my god that would be top top five most awkward conversations <laughs> <laughs> uh, no no it's fine dad <laughs> well since we're in here uh this route uh have you ever thought about where you <laughs> like you know how you get your like if your mom's dad's bald you're gonna be bald yeah yeah it's your mom's father yeah, yeah. do you think it goes the same way with your dong <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe like is it is it like from father to son? I will pass this gift upon you, or is it like just a mixed bag? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> like I have no idea what my mom's dad's dick looks exactly. like. Exactly, it's nothing we talk about. We don't. If you're lucky, they don't notice. You don't get to see. Yeah, dude, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, like 
I've never asked my grandpa that. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> why Why would I go down that route? Exactly. I have his number, though. You already I, felt the awkwardness of your I, dad having the conversation. I could text him. I could text I'm him. I'm sure it can only get better if you ask your grandpa. Hey, what, grandpa, what are you slapping? What do you, you think? You slapping knee, slapping thigh? What are we doing? What do you think my grandpa's response would be if I text him that? <laughs> I don't even know how to phrase the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's something like... I don't think we'll ever find out because <laughs> you like, unless it's like just some, like somebody that like, you know, they always say like every small town has like the town bicycle. It'd be that girl. and be like, it's like, Oh yeah. I hooked up with the grandfather and the dad and the son. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be the only person that would know such information. The doctor, the family doctor. He's yeah. Cuff the balls cough <coughs> yeah yeah you think doctors judge you on your pecker at all i doubt it i think so they don't want to they don't want to do it any more than you do no i know but like do you think they ever get like impressed oh i'm or, sure or not they're like oh shit oh, i'm sure Look at that big ass thing and just cough of cough because like i've had both men and women do that test do the women have to have another person in the room when they do it? Uh, well, they yes, they're supposed to legally, but there was one where um, there was it, she was an older lady, and I liked her actually. I actually requested for her every time I went. It was at the UK uh, Student Health Center. Yeah, probably my favorite doctor because she was like some lady. She's probably in her fifties. She just cut through all the bullshit. She's like, ah. she's like, hey. Um, like went in there for a physical or something. She's like, Hey, I'm supposed to go grab a nurse and do this. Do you want her in? Or I was like, honestly, I don't really care. And if it's just going to take up time, don't even worry about it. She's like, cool. She's like, drop your pants. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's get this. And she's just sitting there like, not like, I remember I had like a younger nurse one time do something like that. Who was a girl like years later, who was like hesitant. All right. Like of like, having to do that she just like ran like that nurse that doctor like came in just like grabbed a hold of the like, cough one more time cool we're done hey uh did you see a uk game the other day <laughs> like <laughs> coolest doctor I ever had right. and i was like what's your name i'm asking for you every time <laughs> she cuts through the shit i like her that's right <laughs> the hell were we talking about god we got off on we're talking about if the doctor you pull down your oh, pants yeah. and the doctor's all impressed with you. Yeah. Fucking, or they're like, look at this medical anomaly. Poor guy. Yeah. Dude, I was in that basic training in the Air Force with this guy who had the biggest dick <laughs> I'd ever seen in my life. And it, he was definitely a shower, not a grower. Yeah. Like that was it. It was just there. Yeah. And it went like halfway down to his knees, dude. <laughs> It was insane. Yeah. And, uh, and like, uh, like the corniest, nerdiest fucking white dude you ever seen in your life. Yeah. But he just had this fucking massive dick on him. <laughs> and so we all, like, <laughs> this one dude was like, dude, could you fuck yourself with that dick? <laughs> you could fuck yourself with that yeah. dick. He's like, oh, I could. And he, like, pulls it up in between his legs and like puts it basically 
like through his ass crack, like to the top of his ass. So he could go like two or three inches into his own asshole if he wanted to, because he was that far past his asshole yeah. with his fucking head of his dick, dude. <laughs> oh jesus so then then we uh we graduate basic training and everybody's family's there (laughs) and uh this dude's parents show up and his girlfriend shows up with his parents one of the hottest girls i've ever seen oh i'm sure (laughs) and we all just looked at her like god she's got a loose pussy (laughs) 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 yeah yeah uh so uh what was the last fuck up yeah oh the last fuck up was us going into dick size is what the last fuck up was uh where was i oh god how do we get off on this shit uh i know how uh you know this is gonna be a weird transition but (laughs) the one i wrote down was silly putty <laughs> oh damn it <sighs> so silly putty yeah was made by a guy named james wright <sighs> he uh they were working this is actually in world war ii i've talked about world war one a lot so world war ii you know <laughs> this is like the war where like you know women are working in factories you know, we are trying to like build all our resources and they're trying to get everything together. So like everything was scarce, like money. They took like copper and stuff out of the money and used like nickel and like, they just try to consolidate everything they could. Well, they were trying to find new ways to use certain things. So they were trying to find a rubber substitute, right? Cause they needed rubber for like boots and tires and right. other things like that. So this guy, James Wright uh, took silicon, silicone, silicone oil, and mixed. Um, oh crap! I forgot what he mixed in with it. But so he took silicone oil and he added something to it. I can't remember right now. Um, but it became this like gooey substance, yeah, essentially. And it was like it would move. But at the same time, if you rolled it up and threw it down, it would bounce. Mm. And they didn't know what to do with it. And so they like they tried to, because they were actually like sanctioned by the government to make this. They're like, yes, yeah, so you get like subsidies to help kind of fund this along. He tried to like give it back to them, and they were like, what the, this is not what we wanted. This is not what we asked for, <laughs> right? Completely, like, they just wrote it off. They're like, this isn't going to work. That's not what we wanted. Well, they played with this thing. And then one day, I guess they had the great idea of marketing it to kids and uh, yeah. essentially made Silly Putty. Yeah. So what you want is more money. What we have is a child's toy. Yep. If you want to make money, that's how you do it right oh, that's, there. That's exactly how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
It makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly putty. Silly putty. All right, man. Well, today has been a journey. It has been a journey. That's for sure. Journey of fuck-ups far and wide. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, basically what I'm saying is, if you have fucked up in your life... As we all have. And you've spun that shit around. Yes. Flipped it and reversed it. That's right. And made something brilliant out of that. That's right. If you salvaged it... That's right. And made it into something twice as better as it ever was. Or just saved your own ass in any kind of way. Amen. Because <laughs> we're doing that on a daily basis. Yes, we are. One day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you tell us that story. You send it to soberlessthoughts at gmail.com. That's right. Don't there's, forget to go to the website, www.soberlessthoughts.com. That's right. There's a... Uh, there's a good chance you send us that uh you send us that story. We will read it on air. Oh yeah. And we'll tell the world about how amazing yeah. you are. We can keep you anonymous. You don't we don't have to list names. Just tell us the story. We just want a good story of how people fuck up and they overcome adversity. Yes. Yes. Silly putty. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna hear your silly putty story. And then uh go to the Instagram page at Soberless Thoughts. Go to the Twitter page at Think Soberless or just search Soberless Thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Go to the Facebook page at Soberless Thoughts. Yeah, yeah. All the social medias that's out there. So. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Yeah. And the website. Yeah, that's right. Soberlessthoughts.com. Dot com. www.soberlessthoughts.com. Dot com. I forgot the W in between, or the dot in between the W's. Oh, yeah. Now they'll figure it out. www. Dot. Dot. Serverless thoughts. All dot. one word. Dot. Com. Kizom. And then that's where you find us. Yeah. And we'll be there. That's right. What else? That's it. Is that it? That's it. Is that the episode? That's the episode. Said we're done. We're done. Did we need to start? We need to start promoting your comedy stuff, man. Oh yeah, I do have some dates coming up. Um, January eighth at Pivot Brewing, I'll be there uh, featuring. Um, then I've got a couple more later in January. Uh, one I will be. Doing about a 30-minute bit, so you could say, I guess I'm opening. And then I got another one that I can't remember off the top of my head. So Oh, nice. I want to go. I want to watch. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. I want to uh, hackle, hackle from the back. Shit. I uh, I am going to be probably getting a an event in Danville, Kentucky, if you're down there, oh, yeah. which I'm trying to get one of my cousins to be on our podcast. So I'm never down there, but I might make the trip. Well, for this guy and his stories, we need to make this happen. All right. Yeah, yeah. we'll make the trip. Everyone else is going to hate these stories, but we will enjoy the shit out of them. Uh, well, if you and I enjoy it, yeah. then I'd say 30% of our listeners will enjoy it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy from Barcelona is all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, kid. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Where do you where do we find you at? 
Where's your, where's your social media? Is that uh, you can find my Instagram at uh, looks like a Gorley. Uh, that is my Insta Grizzle. Um, you can actually look at my Facebook page. I got my everyday Alex Gorley page, but also do have a comedy page, Alex Gorley. So go in there, like, share that. Um, do my Twitter handle. I think it's still. I think that is actually uh, looks like a Gorley as well. At looks like a Gorley. If not, it's at Alex, no, no, at agent underscore A13X. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's lame. So I changed it to looks like a Gorley. So uh, it'd be either one of those two. <laughs> and of course, Soberless Thoughts. Yeah. You can always find me on there. All of the Soberless Thoughts. All of them. Yeah. You can find me at uh, all the Soberless Thoughts things as well. That's right. <laughs> And you know what? If you like the music that's at the end of the episodes, you can like my uh, music page at Oscar Diggs. That's right. On Instagram. Or if you uh, are in need of a photographer, I have a photography page on Instagram. Nice. It's called Last Resort Photography. Yeah. And basically what I do is I take my iPhone and you pay me... uh, one dollar per picture that i take as long as it's local and that's how we do it and i take all the pictures with my iphone nice and i will edit them with my iphone huh and then i will email them to you that's actually not a bad business plan last resort photography yeah by me michael odenbeck i dig that yeah thank you for your public announcement voice you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah go follow that and yeah. uh and uh i think that's it that's it so serverless thoughts come so, check us out that's right and uh enjoy this tune where does your dick come from? How big is your penis? <laughs> Penny weeny, eeny bitty teeny. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah.